0: Differently, I could probably pass for a cheerleader heartthrob. I'm stubborn, though. I'd do anything for Chet to be into me, other than change who I am. I let a long sigh as I lean hard against the glass display of our little goth oasis. Have you ever tried a love spell? I ask Paul, who's organizing some books on fairies across the counter from me. That's really advanced magic, Paul says. You know that, right? Is it? I respond. I hadn't looked very much into it thus far, the idea still growing and mutating within my mind. Well, I mean, I've done other spells with no problem. It can't be that hard. Paul shakes his head. You're not seriously still hung up on that meathead jock, are you? Chet? I laugh. Don't hate him because he's beautiful. I don't hate him, Paul says. Wickens don't hate. He's just not my favorite person, and I really cannot understand why you have such a huge crush on him. A chime sounds as someone walks briefly into our store. Hi, welcome to Mama Earth's Crystals and Spells. Can I help you find anything today? I ask. The man stops abruptly and then looks around. He's an older gentleman who looks like he just left a parent-teacher conference. I'm sorry, is this not the calendar store? I sigh. No, the calendar store moved. It's down in the west wing of the mall now. The man nods and then turns to leave. "'Would you like to buy some meditation orbs?' I ask. "'You'll stop worrying about simple things like dates and times.' The man continues to leave, only acknowledging me with one final horrified look over his shoulder as he goes. "'You see,' Paul says. "'That's exactly what Chet's going to be like when he's older.' I roll my eyes. "'You just hate him because you have a crush on me,' I say bluntly. Paul doesn't have a response to this, and suddenly the space between us becomes awkward and tense. He finishes organizing the fairy books and then moves to another shelf— "'scanning this one for something in particular. "'What are you doing?' I ask him. "'Paul finds what he's looking for "'and then slowly and carefully removes it. "'It's a large leather-bound book "'in a transparent airtight bag. "'Paul brings it over and lays it down "'on the glass case in front of me. "'Do you know what this is?' Paul asks. "'I shake my head. "'From the rare book collection,' he explains. "'Paul taps his finger on the upper right-hand corner "'of the ancient volume, "'drawing my attention to a $4,000 price tag.' It's the Lost Love Compendium. Every love spell that you could ever imagine is in this book, and it really works. Oh yeah? I ask, immediately fascinated. How did we get it? Came in the other day when I was about to close. Someone wanted to sell it. They seemed a little freaked out, but you know magic's not for everyone, Paul explains. When I figured out what it was, I nearly lost my mind. This thing is so rare. Cool, I gush, running my hands over the thin layer of plastic that covers the book. You want to read it? Paul asks. I freeze. I don't know, I tell him. I don't want to fuck it up. It looks so old. Paul shakes his head. Whatever, just be careful. Maybe you'll find a love spell that you can cast on Chet. I know that Paul's trying to tease me, but the second he says this, my heart skips a beat. Maybe I will find a love spell to cast on Chet. If there's a book to check out in that realm of the magical pantheon, this is it. Let's see what's inside, I finally say excitedly. "'Paul opens a plastic slip and very delicately slides out the book onto the counter before us. "'I wait for him to open it, but Paul doesn't make a move. "'What are you waiting for?' Paul finally asks. "'Open it.' "'I give him a glance to make sure he's serious, then carefully lift the hard-bound cover. "'The pages of the volume are worn and weathered, but beautifully handwritten in a gorgeous flowing script. "'Some of the words appear to be in Latin, or possibly just gibberish, "'but to my surprise much of the text is written in plain English.' "'I flip through pages and pages of spells. "'Lover's Lock, the Bride and the Sailor, the Great Growth. "'This is so amazing,' I say, completely transfixed by the incredible artifact before me. "'I continue to turn the pages until finally one catches my eye. "'The Puff of Lust. "'What about this one?' I question. "'I don't know,' Paul admits. "'I mean, sure, why not? "'Aside from the name, there's not much to discern about the spell, "'or what it does thanks to a very cryptic description.' focus your lust from cupid above i read aloud your choice of a target fiendishly loved forever yours without a thought read me aloud to get what you want below this is an incantation which is mostly legible aside from the last line on the bottom this part seems to have faded with time the lettering smeared by a spilled liquid some many years ago i begin to recite the strange words aloud giving my best attempt at various absurd pronunciations As I drift closer and closer to the bottom, I can feel a strange warmth growing inside of me. The lights begin to flicker and dim, casting the entire mall with an eerie darkness. I look up at Paul, who seems equally excited. What about the last line? he asks me. I stare at the words, trying to make any semblance of the...